0: Junkies. All right, golf addicts, we've got another great interview coming your way. PGA Tour rookie Austin Eckroat, a standout player at Oklahoma State, uh, he's he's a stud, man. This kid is a stud. Played golf with Matt Wolf. We get into his relationship with Matt Wolf, his best buddy. We basically roast Matt Wolf for most of the podcast, but also he shares how Matt Wolf texts him after live golf events. It's just funny stuff. We talk a good bit about Liv, his likes and dislikes, the way Liv's doing some things. Uh, we talk about his favorite casino games, playing DraftKings, knowing his DraftKings price. That's pretty cool. Obviously, the courses that he's most looking forward to playing on the PJ Tour, the ones he thinks are going to suit his game the best, as well as the ones he thinks may be the worst for him. Uh, we talk about shart prevention on the golf course. Very good stuff. I think you'll find this one a good time. Austin was a good kid. Had a good time talking to him. We had a good time making fun of Matt Wolf. You should enjoy it, okay? Especially if you want to make fun of Matt Wolf, okay? So here we go. Let's get into this. Oh, yeah. By the way, brought to you by our friends at Front9Coffee, Front9Coffee.com, coffee coffee for golfers. If you've not already gone and visited their website, Front9, that's the number nine, coffee.com. Check it out. Use promo code TJ10 to get yourself 10% off any order, all your order, every order, all of it. You can get it, okay? And listen, these people ship coffee to your door, after you order it, anywhere in the U.S. and Canada. And when you order it, then they roast it. So it's fresh. It takes just a couple days, shows up at your door, but it's fresh, it's delicious. We have our own Tour Junkies brands of coffee over there. Check that out. They're good people. Local business started right here in Augusta, Georgia. So support a local business that's supporting us. Get yourself some good coffee. All right, now enjoy Austin Ecro. What's going on? Golf Addicts, DB here. I've got another electric interview for you. I'm excited about this dude. Uh, he's an Oklahoma State guy. Go Pokes or whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not sure what a poke is, but maybe he'll tell us. Austin Eck wrote, thanks for being on the podcast. We appreciate the time, buddy.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks What's for a having me on? What's a poke? You know, honestly, I've been a fan for... <laughs> you don't know? There 23 years, and I have no idea. <laughs> I, just, I just say it. You were, like, born in the football locker room yeah, or something, I right? Know, like, I
0: don't know. How do you not know what it is? Okay. I don't know.
1: I definitely have something to do with Cowboys, but...
0: Right, Not right, sure. right. Um, all right, listen, I, we got to get this stuff out of the way early, man. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently, you're best friends with Matthew Wolf. Yeah, You're getting married soon. I'm assuming that Matt Wolf is going to give some sort of speech. And as talkative as that MFR is, how are you going to, what is your plan to keep his speech to less than 30 minutes?
1: It's unbelievable, isn't it? You ask him it, one question and, and rambles on for 30 minutes. Um, <laughs> it's, it's unreal. We're keeping his speech to the uh, rehearsal dinner. We're doing Kingsmen okay. rehearsal dinner, so okay. um, maybe he'll uh, have enough drinks in and where he'll uh, want to do it short and sweet. Listen,
0: don't <laughs> let him talk before the food goes out. Because if you got oh, a bunch yeah. of hungry pokes in there, they're going to mm-hmm. be ready to eat, and he's going to be rambling on about something. You know, For sure. uh, so we can't have that. Also, I want to get this out of the way too. Uh, I want to I want to bring up the screen and and have you as as one of his closest friends, Austin, have Mm -hmm. you talked to him about his cankles and maybe said, look, I'm a, I'm your friend. I love you, but you, you got cankles, bro. And this is what we need to do to fix this. Have you ever had that
1: discussion? I've honestly never really noticed it, but you see it. Don't you definitely, definitely shows like he looks like he has some cankles. It's incredible though. He's actually pretty athletic. You know, he doesn't quite look that athletic, but yeah, I mean, he's an athlete i mean that's a that's a tough picture right there isn't it? too bad I let him start wearing shorts again. <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely a better fit for him huh so, so
0: i mean i don't know what the solution is you know, i don't know if it's like don't wear shorts even though you're loud or if it's mm-hmm. like i mean I don't, I don't really know how you get rid of cankles do you do you do a, a, like extra calf raises and get the calves really jacked up and mm-hmm. so they don't run into your ankles i don't know but i've it's I, I noticed weird things about guys, and, and I noticed that right off the bat when Matt got out on tour. And, and I would tell you this, too. Be on the lookout, because, Austin, you can report back to us and let us know.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Whenever you get to see – I don't know if you've ever seen Tommy Fleetwood up close with shorts on, mm-hmm. but Tommy also has a mean set of cankles on him. Really? And I would be curious to know your thoughts, having seen a lot of Matt Wolf's cankles in your life, like, and you see Tommy's, I would love to know, like, you know what you think about which one has the worst set of cankles.
1: I'll, I'll definitely look into that. I okay. Played with Tommy in uh, North Carolina last year, but it was during the event, so it was pants. But, okay, yeah. Um, try, try to... know, I, I don't. I don't know the solution. I'll. I'll do some research and, and tell Matt to work on it.
0: Thank you. Yeah, try to cop Tommy's cankles for me. All right. I Also, want to do this, man. This is this is. Let me turn. Let me take this off. I'm gonna bring something else up here because this is crazy. You know, you, you played Oklahoma State. You were on the national championship team, and I think it was 2018. You were a stud. You know, freshman. I think you went three and zero. Um, a lot of people can go you know, read a lot about your college career and all that kind of stuff. We're not going to get all into that today, but you played with Victor Hovland, uh, Matt Wolf, uh, Christopher Ventura. Um, was Gooch on that team too? I don't, I don't remember.
1: Gooch was a little older.
0: Okay. He, he was before me. But going to Victor, again, mm-hmm. as one of his friends, I'm sure, I want you to watch mm-hmm. this video and tell me as his friend, what have you done? to 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 really encourage Victor to spend all the money he's made on the PJ tour to have this video scrubbed from the internet. And I don't know if you've seen this. I hope you haven't actually. I'm sure you have, but I hope you haven't. Let's take a look at this Victor Hovland masterpiece here.
2: This is just awful. <laughs> what
1: I mean, Austin Have you seen but that I before? Agree. I know the back the backstory to that, <laughs> but the uh, I actually haven't seen the video. That was in Japan. Yep, in 2016, I think. And actually, Wolf and I were on the American team. Okay, and um, we beat them. We won. Oh, nice! Oh. But they did this. You had to do some sort of team dance. I hope you guys don't <laughs> oh my God. I don't have it. There.
0: But I'm gonna it's, look for it.
1: It's out there somewhere and it's bad. It's really What did really y'all bad. do? What did you guys I do? I can't remember I just remember having <laughs> extreme embarrassment from doing it and seeing the results as well. Y'all did like that, Bye 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 or something by NC. No, it was never freaking the I can't remember if it was the woe was in uh uh-huh. uh uh-huh. was in style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i don't think there, there was some of that going on
0: <laughs> dude that's a tough scene for vic man it, I,
1: god Andy's so chubby too
0: yeah that video we've we've run on our instagram account for like i don't know we, we run it like every two years and it, it still slaps every time we put it up there isn't, i it's, bet it's unreal uh and i don't know what he was doing he was like twerking before twerking was twerking and he was yeah. but it was like you know slightly overweight Norwegian white guy twerking which um
1: maybe maybe the Scandinavians had twerking first or something maybe
0: they maybe maybe they should be claiming that first um yeah. anyway you got to work on that dude all right so <clears throat> now we'll get into maybe some real stuff so you may have heard us talk about the nut hut you're like what is the nut hut well the nut hut is our private discord server if you're like what is discord well it's kind of like a a messenger application like slack or something like that but it's way cooler okay and Our private Discord server is where a community of golf-loving, just golf junkies and addicts gather every single day, 24-7. There's somebody in there chatting it up. We've got uh, approaching 1,000 members in the Nut Hut, And it's people who love to bet on golf, who love to watch golf, who love to play golf, who love to play DFS. And it's where all of our inside information goes. If we have a caddy, if we get caddy information, if we're on site that week as media, or we have somebody with us as media. Uh, all the inside information from the golf course goes into the nut hut and is shared with nut hut members we have a weekly uh, input from caddy john who spent 12 years on the pj tours of caddy he gives us all kind of intel on the golf course and other things that he knows and finds it's where we do our wednesday night live chat every single week before the tournament starts on a thursday me and pat uh, our friend ben little other members of the nut hut community get in and do a live wednesday night chat we have drinks, we talk about what we're doing, we talk about lineups, we talk about betting, we talk about strategy, whatever it is, we talk about it, and the nut hut is the place to be on Wednesday night. Now, if you're thinking, hey, it's it's football season. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, I don't know. Whenever you're hearing this, it doesn't matter. We have every sport imaginable. If you can play DraftKings on it, if you can bet on it, if you can gamble on it in any way, it's in the nut hut. We got people talking about it all the time. Every sport, we've got experts. We've got listeners that are great in every single sport available. Since June of 2020, Hut members have won a verified $6 million in daily fantasy and betting. It's amazing. We've got a ton of sharp people in there, a ton of sharp minds in there playing DFS and betting on sports. The Hut's where it's at. Plus, it's just a great community. We've, we've grown to make a lot of friends, internet friends there in the Hut, and it's just a great time. So we encourage you to stop by, give it a look. The description and the link to get in the nut hut is below. Check it out. You can cancel it anytime No questions asked. Give it a shot, try it out. We bet you like it. Oh yeah, plus you get 20% off all your tourjunkies.com/shop merchandise purchases. I promise you, you'll make your money back. Check out the nut hut description below. Let's get back to the podcast. So, obviously I talked about your college career. Uh, I want to I want to just bring this up to you uh you obviously you know won won the Natty at Oklahoma State. Then you were on the Walker Cup team. Got pictures here from mm-hmm. your Instagram account. Um, I, I watched that Walker Cup. It was very cool. Although I, I do think you didn't make the coverage or something, right? Because you were first right. out and you freaking kicked the dick in of whoever you who was it you were mm-hmm. playing that that day.
1: I was playing Mark Power. Um, he was uh he plays at Wake Forest. I think he's still there.
0: And you won like seven and there. six before the coverage started.
1: Yeah, it was funny. They sent me first out and then. Um, <laughs> I was, I was up early and our captain, Nathaniel Crosby was like, you know, keep the pedal down, tear him up. And then I finished on hole 12, I think. And he was like, well, you missed the coverage. So <laughs> That's but, gangster though, man. That's really, uh, well, that's some,
0: you know, that's, that's big dick energy. Um,
1: you can, you can do that at that golf course though. Cause if you get up early, you know, it's a, yeah. I mean, you can't attack out there. You're literally playing to the center of the green, tries to make, ball, yeah. trying to make ball. I made a couple early birdies and then he was put, Pressing, trying to get back, and you know, threw me a couple holes. It was, it, it was kind of fun. It was fun though. And it was
0: pretty windy too, right? Uh, do I don't remember yeah. that right. Like, so you're Oklahoma State guys, you guys are good with that. Um, so I, I was going to ask you though, like, between those two, any like really funny or untold stories from the team, from the Natty, from the Walker Cup stuff, uh, anything that sticks out to you that uh, you'd be willing to share? I'm sure there's stuff you're not, but yeah.
1: no, the, I mean, I think the, the stomach bug that ran through oh, us all yeah. at the uh, Walker Cup was, That's you know, right. I think that was public, but that was unbelievable. Right that. I mean, we, were, we went to the hospital. I mean, just <laughs> to get fluids. You know, I went through three, three IV bags just to feel okay. I mean, it was luckily me and Davis Thompson were the first two to get it. So we were, you know, kind of recovered by the time the yeah. first round started. And then freaking Robbie. Picks white pants for the first round, I think, <laughs> or maybe it was the afternoon match. We changed into white pants. I mean, all of us were struggling. Holding, I mean, you couldn't let out a fart. I mean, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. the whole week you weren't. Yeah, you weren't prepared for that. So yeah, it was a. Uh, that's one of the good ones, but national championship, man. I, I would say honestly, kind of a funny thing is, um, for the final match against Alabama, we teed off late. For coverage reasons you know it wasn't until like two o'clock or something and uh i was the only guy that could eat lunch no one else was able to put anything down <laughs> they were just so nervous So nervous yeah i was the only one that was Man. for some reason i had no problem but i got nervous eventually but luckily i was able to put food in first wolf victor chris zach Couldn't none of them it. ate
0: that, well, I mean, Wolf was just pulling energy from his cankles. He stores up oh, a lot of energy yes. in those. Yeah,
1: things. you got to store it down there. Um, he has that ability. I don't. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, were they eat? Like, did they start? Did they like snack when they got on the course? Finally, and they like. Oh, I'm, I'm
1: it. sure they did. You know. If I don't like eat,
0: at some point. I mean, I, I suck at golf. If I don't eat, like, I, I I'm really shaky. You know, I, I feel yeah. like real shaky. I got to have something. Um, I did too, dude. The, yeah, I forgot about the Walker Cup drama with mm-hmm. the stunt. Was it, Was it something you guys all ate? Was it the dinner or something the night before?
1: That's what we were trying to figure out. Which is ended crazy. Up having, it was crazy because it ended up happening to where I think we had both captains got sick, and then we had five players, and they had four players. So, I mean, it just, I think it was just a little stomach bug that ran through Jeez. either the hotel or something and just took us all out. Jeez. We thought it might have been a food thing. Yeah. But then it happened like three days in a row where people were getting sick at different times. So we kind of figured that it was a, a, a virus or. It's,
0: and see, you know, I mean, you're young. What are you like, 23?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: so yeah. you're young. See, you guys aren't. You're not used to having to, you know, be on the lookout for a, a fart that might turn into a shit. You exactly. know You guys yeah. are. We're not.
1: We're not that age. You're yet. not
0: built for that. You, you, your butthole ain't conditioned for that. You know, you get a little bit older and you start thinking about that a little bit. I know yeah. Pat. You know, my boy Pat thinks about that all the time. But you guys weren't ready so, for that, and but you handled it. No. You went out there and just, you know, boat raced Mark, uh, whatever his name is, and um, and made a good day of it. So good for you. Um, all right. So obviously we talk a lot about gambling, we talk about DFS, we're handicapping every single event on tour. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, I mean, you've already you've played a lot of PJ tour events already, either through sponsor exemptions, Monday qualifying qualifying, you got into the US Open. I think you played like thirteen or fourteen events already. So I mean, we Mm -hmm. we have a little idea of who Austin Eckroat is as a golfer, but I guess uh and obviously your stats on the Corn Ferry tour, you crushed it in almost every major stat category. Like mm-hmm. what, what type of golfer is Austin Eckert? What do you think you do the best? What are you, what's, what are you most confident in in your game? What is it mm-hmm. that you, you know, you got to tighten up a little bit to really contend on the PJ tour regularly and, or what are you working on? Just talk a little bit about your game.
1: Yeah. I mean, historically, you know, throughout my career I've always been a great ball striker. Um, you know, as of recent though, it hasn't necessarily been the case. You know, I've kind of struggled with the driver a little bit. Um, and that's currently what I'm working on is trying to get back to where I was on some swing path and, you know, attack angle the the boring stuff. Yeah. But um, I actually always was a bad chipper. And I think that was historic Oklahoma State program right there. Damn,
0: Victor Hovland gave, gave, he gave you all the chipping yips over there. Yeah, at- I, mean,
1: I think Coach Bratton recruits ball strikers because <laughs> I can teach them how to chip. And yeah. then it's a lot harder than <laughs> we think. But yeah. I actually – I think I ended up the season – on the Corn Fairy Tour last year, maybe top fifteen in uh, chipping stats. I think it, I think uh, it has
0: you. It says you know it's so weird they don't have the strokes gain stuff, but yeah, I yeah, I yeah, see yeah. it like twenty fourth in scrambling, which is really yeah. I, I wouldn't yeah. I would not suspect you would call yourself bad at chipping and sitting there.
1: Yeah, no, that was definitely the main focus. You know, when I was had conditional status, you know, I, you play those Monday golf arc courses, and you know you have you're going for all the par fives and two you know there's eyeball holes or you're around the green all the time yeah and i knew that i needed to start shipping it better you know because ball striking out of those courses is not you know the monday qualifying courses is not how you get through right i mean it's everybody can keep it in a hundred yard wide fairway and get yeah. It off yeah so that was really the main focus was shipping and i really really improved on that aspect of my game um you know I've already gotten some hate on Twitter from not getting chips up and down from some guys. Oh, really? Who's that? I think guys that are betting on me, you know, because when I was playing those, um, I hate that, um, on those sponsor exemptions and stuff last summer, you know, I was hitting the golf ball so well. And then I would make a double from, you know, eight feet off the green. (laughs) So it was, uh, I think there was some, some guys that were betting on the top twenties that, uh, you know, those assholes. I finished in 27th because of it. But yeah. listen, you know, we I do not
0: endorse crazy. that by the way. We the Tour Junkies do not endorse people barking at I players. So.
1: I think it's funny. I, I think it's all in, Yeah. and good fun. You know, it's good that people are paying attention. Yeah. You no, know, for sure. I think I think it's a good aspect of the sport, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, are, who's your uh, like who's your you have a swing coach, you have a short game coach, who's your coach? All right, if you're enjoying this, please take just a second and leave us a five-star review on Apple and or Spotify. It just takes a couple minutes. Really, it takes less than a couple minutes. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts, five stars, write something nice is probably one of the best things you can do for the Tour Junkies podcast. It helps us get discovered. It helps us get elevated in the podcast store and other people, other golf junkies find the show. It just takes a second, and if you've done it, In the past, if it's been a few months, Apple lets you go and do it again, and it refreshes everything. It's a really easy way to say thank you to the Tour Junkies for the awesome content we are providing, and it costs you just about 90 seconds. And if you're on Spotify, if you listen on Spotify, we'd love to have you do it there too. You can rate and review the podcast on Spotify, leave a nice comment. It's a great thing to do. Okay, so if you're enjoying the show, take just a second right now. Go ahead and hit the pause button. Okay, cool. Thanks for doing that. Now, look. There you go. You did it. You did something nice. You helped us out. You, you, you know, this is just this is a give and take relationship. Now it's not just you taking. You gave a little bit, and that that really matters. Okay, it touches us deep down in our hearts, in our souls. So listen. Thank you for doing that for reviewing and rating the podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Enjoy.
1: So my dad is my swing coach.
0: Okay, has he always um, been your swing coach? I guess he was a good golfer, no, I've, right?
1: I've, I've, I've had people in the past, and there's definitely guys that, you know, if we needed to work on something and, you know, we didn't have the fix, but I would still reach out. Ryan Rohde would probably, probably be the first call. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Southern Hills. Worked with him for a long time. Just, you know, me and my dad try to keep it simple, you know, set up stuff. Yeah. And uh, I really like that. I worked with Josh Gregory a little, little bit. Yeah, I know Josh. Earlier this year for chipping, uh, and that was a huge, huge help.
0: Yeah, so, he's, he's um, a short game guru for sure. He is.
1: It was, it was immediate, you know, improvement. Really? Just, just from a little like, fundamental what it, change. What is setup. that?
0: Like, what is the change? If you can share, I don't
2: know. A,
1: yeah, it was really just, you know, my chipping was kind of like a shortened version of my golf swing mm-hmm. before. You know, there was some weight transfer. Mm. Um, you know, I was making a golf swing, but just yeah. a short, shortened version. Yeah. You know, the when it's that short, the center, you try and get your low point, it's kind of difficult you know, when you're moving your body around. So it's really just trying to get the body in the proper position to start. Yeah. And then that was really about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Josh is, he's, he's awesome. We've had him on the show a couple of yeah. times. He's we're, we're based in Augusta. Josh obviously coached yeah. at ASU. I was going to college ASU when he was there. Um, He wouldn't have known me cause I didn't play golf, but um, mm. he's a good dude. We've, we've talked to him a bunch and he's helping a lot of guys short game for sure. What, um, yeah. So talk to me about like, and we, we nerd out over this stuff and, and we'll, we'll make this quick, like green surfaces, right? Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I don't even know, like Oklahoma, I don't even know what, like, I know like Southeast, you know, that's where we are. It's like, everybody's comfortable on Bermuda and you go up Northeast, everybody wants, everybody loves bent. You go out West, everybody loves POA. What the hell do you guys put on out there at Oklahoma? And like, where are you most comfortable or where, you know, not
2: comfortable?
1: Yeah. Most, most everything's bent greens Mm -hmm. in Oklahoma. Okay. You got bermuda everything else um so i've grown up bent my whole life okay and actually my home course oak International just opened up i think three or four days ago and they uh they put in bermuda greens which i'm oh, extremely excited about because i've always struggled on bermuda greens really? you know, like last week in jackson it was just i mean i think i put it fine stats say i put it fine but I just wasn't comfortable on them. You know, I, I struggle with the so, you know, I understand how to read grain, you know, that's not that it's just getting That's comfortable what i was gonna ask, yeah. Them. Yeah. I mean I understand the how to put on Bermuda, Bermuda and I've put put a grain on Bermuda before, but yeah, there's a comfort level in, in bent grass. That's definitely where I'm most comfortable.
0: Yeah. What about POA? How do you feel about POA?
1: I like Poa a lot. Do you? As long as I'm not a late tea time. Yeah. You know,
2: well.
1: <laughs> they get a little bumpy. Yeah. But yeah. I think I actually like the surface of Poana a lot. They're a little firmer, too, which I like. Um, so I, I actually really, really, really like Poana greens.
0: Nice. Um, talk about, tell us, we, we, have, we have a lot of caddies on the show. We love caddies. We've been mm-hmm. interviewing caddies for seven years, eight years now. Um, who's your caddy? How'd you get to know, how'd you hook up with him? Yeah. Let's see about.
1: Yeah, Son Coburn's my caddy. He's uh, my best friend from high school. He's going to be the best man at my wedding. Um,
0: oh, good. Maybe, maybe of,
1: Matt won't get the speech then. No, yeah. Luckily, okay. he'll, Matt's is he missed rehearsal out. dinner. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Right. Um, that might have been part of the part of the process. There. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so he we started working together at Mycoba in my senior year of college. Whenever I got a sponsor exemption there. Yeah. And um, played really well. And then uh, you know we had kind of talked about it in high school and you know college and stuff on you know, it might be a possibility. And then you know we went to Mycoba and I mean
2: yeah top 25 he was,
1: he was great i played great yeah it was a yeah. really good week and you know we just kind of decided let's give it a try um and then we both you know we love it he's uh making friends out here it's nice to have a familiar face you know yeah. someone to talk to walking down the fairways and he takes it really seriously and uh you know he's he's been a huge help and he you know i think the comfort level in having someone you know he can tell me i'm being an idiot and yeah doesn't piss me off you know, no. I, I I trust his opinion. So, Is he a good golfer. Really yeah, he's a good golfer. He wasn't a college player or anything, but I mean, okay. he's probably a scratch golfer. Um, he's a golf guru. I mean, I'm. He's uh, always watching podcasts and YouTube videos, and so mm. he's a, he has a different outlook on golf than I do. You know, I don't watch those YouTube videos of you know yeah. the good good guys or anything. You oh, know? he's into all that. Yeah, but he's into all that stuff, and he'll. There's I forget the guy that he follows, but. A YouTube guy that travels around and just plays top golf courses around the country, and um, you know, he, he just enjoys golf,
0: yeah, that's cool. So, you guys, he's kind of been your wingman for a long time. He's, yeah, well, was he like you know, helping you like land chicks and stuff in high school, or <laughs> was he has he always been a kind of you know, that that lifestyle
1: caddy? Yeah, he's always been, he's kind of always been, you know, my right hand man. You could definitely say that. He's uh, and I would say, I was his, you know, we've been good friends for a long time. That's cool. Um all right. I mean,
0: at this point it's it's such a hot topic, you know, you can't avoid mm-hmm. it. It's safe to assume I would I would assume you've probably had an offer from Liv and your best friend Matt Wolf is playing on Liv. Mm-hmm. Like what's your take on Liv and the PJ tour? How do you see this whole thing playing out? And I'm curious cuz you just came back from rookie orientation. Mm-hmm. Um was there was there some some things about Liv were they, were they hammering you with Liv stuff in that orientation? um i don't know just overall thoughts there
1: you know i really don't have an opinion um i definitely enjoy where i'm at now um i don't know there's there's it's a fun a fun conversation you know it's that even between all of us guys out here and on the corn fair tour everybody's talking about it yeah um yeah I, the rookie orientation it wasn't so much bashing live it was more um, you know. Explain how good the PJ Tour is. And it is. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The it's a well fine-tuned machine. I mean, it's unbelievable how many parts are moving and how well it does. Uh, um, yeah. It's big you know, just the security of the PJ Tour is, you know, comforting. You know, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, the the live thing that kind of scares me a little bit is it's just one guy financing it. Yeah. If it's not worth his if it's not worth his investment in three years, he might just say, you know what, screw this, somehow <laughs> And yeah. um even though he says he's not, he's in it for what, 30 years or something like that. Sure. Um, Yeah, a Great point. It's, it's a, it's a weird, weird conversation, but it's a, it's a hot topic for sure. You know, I'm, I'm really, you know, I'm definitely happy with where I'm at, but you know, I don't hate any guys for going to live. I mean, yeah. especially the young guys, you get, you offer a guy, you know, financial stability for the rest of his life. How do you, how do you hate a guy for that? You know I mean? especially with a guy like Wolf, who's really not a golf lover. You know, he's just good at it. You know, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of guys you played against in college. There's a couple, I'm mm-hmm. sure, that, that just, yeah. you know, went over there. Um, so, yeah, is there, anything, is there anything that Liv is doing, it could be anything, that you, mm-hmm. you think you wish or hope or think the PGA Tour should also
1: do? No, well, not really. What about um, the shorts thing? I don't I actually prefer the pants. I think it looks better. Come on, um, man. When, when oh, you're the, a, pants, the pants we wear are so thin. When you're I at mean, TPC
0: Deer Run, sweating your balls off, you're, you're gonna wish. You're, you know, Wolf's gonna send you a picture from a live event in his cankles and go, "Look at these
1: things." Really show. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I played in Wyndham Championship last year.
2: Yeah, which, hot.
1: That's about as hot as it gets. And yeah, yeah I mean. There's times obviously that you'd rather be sure. wearing shorts. But I actually I prefer the look. I think you look more professional. For sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think that's just been part of it for a long time. Um the one thing I really dislike is shotgun starts. I, yeah. I, yeah. I I think it'd be terrible coming down the stretch. You know, you're three back going on a final round. Yeah. You know, you're playing a great final round and yeah, here he comes on number guy, four,
0: you know. It's yeah.
1: like the, the guy that you're playing against. I always kinda compare it to T P C sawgrass. You know, you're,
2: you're yeah. three
1: back you're on hole three is your last hole, 160-yard par three. <laughs> and the guy that you're tied with is on 18, a 500-yard par four, wrapping around the – Sure. You know, and you, but one of you guys has to make birdie. I mean
2: – Yeah. I mean,
1: it's different playing 18 when it's your last hole than when it's your 15th hole.
0: So, I will say, I mean, just personally, like, when I, I thought the whole shotgun start thing was going to be terrible from the jump. Mm-hmm. And then I will say, for the first two rounds, I actually don't mind it because it does no, get things, it get fine. things moving. Yeah. It all happens at once. That is cool. I definitely think, um, I definitely think the, the final round should not be a shotgun. I, I, I'm,
1: I agree too. And I mean, very weird. 48 guys, you could do twosomes. That's yeah, shit. I mean, 24 groups. I mean, that's not much. That's not it's a big nothing. time window. And if you wanted to send them off one and 10, you know, yeah. the guys that are. So, I mean, if yeah. you want it short and quick. I don't know, but I, I know Wolf's having fun, I know he enjoys it. Yeah, and um, so it's
0: you. You guys going to have, like, a group thread going where it's, like, you know, the, the Oklahoma State guys on the PJ Tour mm-hmm. versus, like, you know, Gooch and, and Wolf over there talking shit about each other every other week on the
1: – we, we, we should. Uh, Wolf should texted that. me one week. I was in Maine, and um, he finished, like, I don't know, whatever place it is to make six hundred grand, <laughs> And um, texted me. It was his first event. Like 30th? I didn't play that good. And uh, I had just finished 15th and made less than $10,000 in Maine. My expenses were out the ass. You know, yeah. and I'm, I texted him back. and I said, sweet, I played better than you and made $10,000. Yeah.
0: Also, I'm about to block your number for a minute. Uh, <laughs> yeah, thank Matt, you. you thank, can,
1: thank you for making me feel good. You buddy. can slow down yeah. with that.
0: Um, <laughs> that's, that's funny, though. Um, all right. Let's, let's, have a, let's have a little fun now that we got that out of the way. Uh, Now, I ask everybody – well, this is a new thing. This is new as of, like, the last 10 interviews I've done. And I'm going to do this for the rest of – as long as I'm alive. Uh, I'm asking everybody this question. Have you ever had any personal interactions with arguably the most electric person on the PGA Tour, Siwoo Kim?
1: You know, I haven't. Okay. Um, Okay. I've heard some fun stories about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, Yeah. I, I didn't realize, you know, yeah. I've, it's a new thing. I didn't realize he was this okay. exciting. I mean, I've seen him what well, he broke his putter, the Masters. It's actually right
0: o- up. You, you won't believe this, but see, can you see this? This is so hard. I can't do this. See that right above that picture frame, that grip right there? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the top that. the end. Surface that's surface. the top end of that putter.
1: Do you not have the bottom end?
0: I don't know where the bottom end is. I only have the top <laughs> end. um If I could find the bottom end, I would love to. uh Yeah, so... Siwoo is everything and more that you, that you've heard. And uh, Mm -hmm. he's, he's our, he's our guy. He's the tour junkies guy. He's our mascot. He's our, we just love him to death. He's our white whale. We're going to have him on the show. Mm -hmm. One of these days, um, our best selling ever piece of merchandise in seven years is a Siwoo Kim Ric Flair combo shirt that we've done. Uh, we love him to death and, uh, he's electric. And so when I ask that question, I either get great stories. Uh, for example, like Matt Naismith the other week just told like four, right off the bat, just banger Si Kim stories over hilarious. Yeah. But then if I talk to a guy like you who's never done anything, then then I, I this is where I, you know, I say to you, okay, cool. Your mission now is to create moments with Siwoo. Okay. You have to, so practice round or or you know, if you see a spot next to him on the range, slide up in there. Um, you know, if he's eating breakfast or something by himself, hop up in there and just yeah. create an opportunity. And when you have your first like Siwoo moment you know, DM us or something. Let us know, let okay. us know what happened. Um, so I'm going to start gathering all these the chronicles of Siwoo. <clears throat> but you know, if you're paired with him or something, pay attention, man. Just head on a swivel, be ready, because at any moment he could do something really electric. I think I think a lot of the the world got to see a little glimpse of it that they haven't seen before at the President's Cup with his whole deal with Tom Kim, who also seems like an yeah. electric factory. But um, but yeah, I, I think. See, there's, see, you got to create the see with Kim moments,
1: okay. I will. I'll, I'll put in an effort for that.
0: Okay, and I want to ask you about, and I only ask you more fun questions. We'll get you out of here. I want to um, bring up this picture. I, I just got to roast you a little bit, Austin. I just got to bring up one picture. You and your hero here, Jordan Spieth. But, dude, what's going on? I mean, we, I know we all have our awkward face. Everybody has an <laughs> awkward face. But, uh, I mean, was there not a pair of scissors in Oklahoma? Like your, your hair is growing, your cabbage is growing right. out up over your ears. Yeah. You're at a golf term. You're going to see Jordan speak. Look how clean cut he is. And he's looking at you like your homeless kid that, that managed to get his way out on a golf course. What are we doing mm-hmm.
1: here? Yeah, that's a, that's a tough look right there. <laughs> Those nice blue framed bla- braces, too. Yeah. The, uh, that's actually a kind of cool story. I used to work with Cameron Cormick for a couple of years. Oh, nice. And we were playing at uh, Brookhaven, or Brook, Brook Hollow in Dallas. And uh, he had just finished second in the Masters. And this was right after that. And we played. And uh, he beat me by one. So, I mean, a little guy like that. Dang. Cabbage, you know, you know, looking all dusty. Dang. I'm kind of in the same boat right now. I need a haircut, No, Yo, you're too. pulling it off.
0: You're, you're pulling off a little better now. You've grown into it. The beard helps you out a little bit, or the, the, the yeah. stubble. Um, the stubble. So it's what's weird too is like Jordan looks exactly the same.
1: He looks exactly. The he doesn't same. look.
0: He actually may look older in that photo. Um, I think he was
1: twenty-one in that picture. I think, you know, fresh off the Masters, Jeez. second place or whatever, the one where he kind of. Yeah. Let him, you know, ruin yeah, the. Twenty sixteen
0: Masters, I, I hit Danny Willett there, one hundred fifty to one. Thank you. That was a very memorable nice. Masters for me. Um, okay, completely. Austin Eckroat has a completely free day to do whatever you
1: want what is mm-hmm. what does it look like for you what are you doing um well it depends on the time of year i like i've always enjoyed going to the lake it's kind of hard now that i'm you know traveling so much like 40 uh, events same thing, thing with hunting you know being an oklahoma guy you like to hunt yeah um hard to find that time though um i don't know i like to drink beer probably
2: yeah
1: i drink a lot of beer on that day <laughs>
2: what's your beer of choice
1: you know, changes. I'm a big, big Mexican beer guy. Any, oh. uh, any of those, and then I also like Coors Light. Yeah, oh, um, yeah I like, So, I, like I mean, if I had my pick, I'd probably be drinking Pacifico. Oh, um, okay. But then uh, I was gonna say Coors, Dos Equis Light, or something. Coors Light. does the trick too.
0: I've never actually, I've never actually had a Pacifico beer. I should, it's the best. I should look into that. Um, all right, you're in Vegas right now. What's your what's your game plan in the casino? What what does Austin Ecro do? And I'm not saying necessarily this week because obviously you're okay. keeping it professional, but if you're in Vegas, what's your game plan in the casino? What are we doing?
1: You know, my game plan hasn't been good so far. <laughs> um,
0: well, that's why Vegas is Vegas.
1: That's why Vegas is Vegas. Yeah, you know, I I enjoy table games. Um, trying to learn some new ones. You know, everybody knows how to play blackjack. Yeah, and uh, so I've learned. Ultimate Texas Hold'em is something that I've enjoyed playing Ultimate recently. Ultimate Texas Hold'em. I don't know. What's the it's, difference? Um, it's a it's a weird game. was a $15 minimum on the table here, uh-huh. and then you have to put out 30 to play. And then, you know, if you get dealt pocket aces or something like that, you can four times your bet. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, gotcha. and, you know, you're playing against the dealer and they got and there's only three cards that come out. Oh no. That's it's a full. It's a full flop. But uh, okay. then um that game's fun. And I started playing Mississippi Stud this week. Okay, and that one's kind of fun because it's five dollar. The table's five dollar minimum. I've yep. just been playing the minimums on that, and um, I actually made some money back last night playing roulette. So, oh, okay. Anyways. I think I'm going to call it. You know, call it quits for a little bit now that the, the week's starting. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, Monday and Tuesday night I can do it. Well. Wow.
0: You know, we hear Tom. Ho- We've talked to Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie's a big uh, craps player. If you if you see Tom mm-hmm. Hoagie at a craps table, you need to go stand stand over there go and stand let him time. teach you something. Yeah, he's, he's right. a stud at a craps table. Are you like a uh, now? Obviously, you know you can't you can't can't do this with golf. But like, are you a sports betting guy? If you're in a legal sports mm-hmm. betting state, are you a fantasy sports guy? Fantasy football, yeah. any of that?
1: Yeah, I've gotten into that. Uh, the DraftKings uh, fantasy nice um, football stuff. Yeah. Into that, I've done a couple of basketball games. Um, whenever I um, well, I'll only do a basketball game if I'm going to the game. Um, yeah, it's kind of a fun way to watch. I've, I really enjoyed the, the football aspect because I don't really have an NFL team, but I love the NFL, and it's kind of an interesting Same. way to watch the game, you know, Same. especially if you draft a guy you don't know, you know, yep. some you know, you know, fourth string wide receiver, and yeah, the guy catches the ball in the end zone, you're like, number 12, be number 12. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, That's me
0: with Chris it's Olave fun. on the Saints. Um, yeah, so
1: I, obviously I can't get into the golf side of it, but I enjoy the the football. I'm on. I I've always done fantasy too, so um, I've never gotten into much of the, uh, you know, just betting spreads and yeah, overs yeah. and stuff. But um, I bet I made a bad bet on uh, Monday night. I was I had Rams money line mm. parlay with the uh, the over, and uh, I missed on both. So. Yeah, I'm clearly uh, not not very good at it yet.
0: Yeah, um, a couple, it was a couple weeks ago that, that San Francisco uh, – no, was it San Francisco-Denver um, game? Yes, it was the worst NFL game I've ever watched in my life. But I had like two anytime touchdown bets riding on that, yeah. and that just changed the whole thing. Like, it was right. – yes, it was the worst game ever. And, go, and if I had to do it over again, I would have just not turned it on. But I was right. sweating some anytime TDs, and I hit one brandon I, you and and it was it
1: made it made it fun
0: you know i'm like you i don't have yeah. an nfl team either i mean I the falcons yeah. or whatever so um and my dad's
1: a huge Kansas city fan but they were so bad when i was growing up i kind of mm-hmm. just lost interest in them yeah yeah and i really became a fan in college of just nfl football it yep. was the the hangover sundays you yep. know and it was just watching football all day so that was that was really whenever i fell in love with with nfl
0: all right, so you obviously can't play it. We already know that. So anybody mm-hmm. trying to but but do you look at your DraftKings
1: price? I I have a few times. Okay. Do you, um, know,
0: do you know what you are this week? No. You're 6800 bucks. $6, Is
1: that I mean that's that's Probably middle
0: of the pack, huh? Uh, no, that's on the lower side. I mean, but that's how DraftKings does this with like some, you know, yeah. the rookies. They don't know, you know, they don't know what's going on. So you're down there with, uh, like let me say, you're down there with like Patrick Rogers, Chris Goderup, Shes uh Charlie Hoffman, Norlander, Dylan fratelli mm-hmm. Peter Malnati's goofy ass, Harry Hall. <laughs> um, yeah, you're 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 in that range. Who's who's the
1: uh, the most expensive guy? Patrick
0: Cantlay. Yeah,
1: Patrick,
0: Patrick. Cantlay. Yeah, that makes sense. Cantlay, Homa, Sung Jay or the top three, which I, you would probably guess. And then it goes to Aaron Wise, uh, Tom Kim, and Taylor Montgomery.
1: Taylor's good. Taylor's good, huh? And he's from here. He might so. be He might be okay. Yeah, um, he's, uh, I don't think he's finished outside the top ten in, like, months.
2: Yeah,
0: he's pretty good. All right, a couple more fun ones. We'll get you out of here. Guilty pleasure, Austin. A Guilty pleasure music, uh, like a band or an artist or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Guilty pleasure on, you mean, and just. You know, like, music
0: choice. yeah, like somebody that you like listening to, mm-hmm. but if you're a little embarrassed to say it, you know,
1: <laughs> um, a guy named Dermot Kennedy.
2: Okay. I don't know if
1: you've heard of him. Never heard of him. He's, uh, you know, I'm probably the happiest guy on the planet, but I I love sad music. Okay. Okay. Good.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I like sad acoustic.
0: You so know. like in my day, that would have been, I'm, I'm 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 about to be 39 so in my day like sad emo music would have been like dashboard confessional you ever heard of those i guys? would
1: i would compare it to like you know, snow patrol
0: okay yep snow patrol
1: kind snow. Of, i mean it's more you know it's a little bit higher like, quicker pace than snow patrol yeah. but it's very much it's kind of like a it's almost got some kind of a country feel to it but it's uh okay you know, it's that well, if,
0: you know, if you're a sad man listening or watching this, and you want to go get sadder. Go check out that guy.
1: Exactly. Um, his his favorite song is uh, "After Rain." Oh yeah, that sounds really sad.
0: Um, yeah. Damn dude. Uh,
1: okay. The, song, the songs <laughs> are always good. They always kind of like start slow. Yeah. And then they just get they get you know, slower.
0: They get sadder. You know, they or get faster. Oh, they, they do. Get, okay. They get
1: faster. The, it's the beat's not sad. It's the words that are sad. Okay. So if you just listen to the beat. Okay. You know the music. Yeah, I like that. What about your? It's kind of like it's like the music you want to you know slap your stereo and sing with you know.
0: Oh, okay, I like that. I like that. Yeah, but you're just singing sad. You're singing sad, just words.
1: singing sad. lyrics. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the person in the car next to you would think you're having a great time and you're singing like exactly. a, a, a real happy yeah. song. You're not. Um, yeah. Okay, I like that. What um do you listen to podcasts? What's your favorite podcast? If you listen, you
1: know I I listen to some of those uh just on the road yep. those crime ones. Oh, okay. You know I, I enjoy crime shows and crime documentaries and stuff. And yep. Um, I haven't really gotten into podcasts though. I mean, i listen to <clears throat> a couple golf ones, you know, like I listened to, uh, do you know, coach McGraw out of Baylor? No, well, he's got a better than I found it. I think. Okay. I think that's what it's called podcast. And I did one with him. <clears throat> so then I, I've listened to a couple of his, you oh, know, okay. just, just kind of, cause I did one with him and then, you yeah. know, wanted to, you know, keep up nice. and Charles sure did the same with you guys. And then, um, well that's about it. I'm into audiobooks if I'm going to yep. be in a uh, like a long car ride or something like that. And um so but, yep. no I haven't really gotten into the podcast yet, but it's uh, my Caddy Stones really into them all the time.
0: Yeah, I mean if he's like into YouTube stuff, he's probably a big con- uh, podcast oh, yeah. guy. Um what what's something what's something that um you know that you're good at that other than golf, like any other talent anything like that?
1: I can throw a football baseball pretty well oh yeah um, i played Got a- quarterback growing up and um uh. so it's uh canon i'd probably say I'm, I'm pretty i'd say i'm pretty good at every sport that's kind of i'm not great at anything i wouldn't have made it doing anything else you know i wouldn't have been a professional athlete in any other aspect i'm not saying that but um i can hold my own in you know basketball football baseball nice. soccer i'm pretty coordinated so but definitely wouldn't have been. Uh, professional in any other, any other sport. So,
0: um, what about, did you see my, did you see my, my, pr- i tried to prep you for the two truths and a lie question. Did you see yeah. that? All right. So, yeah. um, so awesome. We'll get you out of here with this. Give me two truths and one lie and I'm going to try to figure out which one is the lie. See, see if you can get me.
1: Uh, I had it, had it dialed up. I gotta remember it. So Saquon Barkley came to my house, my sophomore year of college very cool and then i'm getting married november 19th okay and i was originally committed to the university of oklahoma uh um
0: um now don't don't pull anything on me like a date because i mean you didn't send me an invite so i know you're about to get married but i don't know what freaking date it is i know you're getting married in november though the Saquon thing is cool. And Now, if that's a lie, that is a very creative lie to tell because it's yeah. just interesting enough and random enough that I would be like, that's probably true. I do think that one's true. I don't think the Oklahoma thing is true. I don't know how you go from, I mean, I'm a Georgia Bulldog. Like, there's no way you know. in hell if I were committed to anybody. Like, I'm not going to commit to Florida today and then tomorrow go to Georgia. So I, I think that's the lie.
1: Yeah, you got right. Is that the lie? I was almost committed to OU though. I was. To where? I, I almost committed to OU though. Really? I mean, it was quick. Yeah, it was, it was a weird time with my graduating class for some reason. Everybody wanted to commit early. Uh. And OU showed a big interest and yeah. Oklahoma State wasn't. And so I was like, you know, screw it. I'm going to OU. But then Dang. I ended up, you know, getting that. You know,
0: what about, what's right. the deal with Saquon? What's the story about how, behind that?
1: I honestly don't even know the story. It was Wolf. Um, uh, some agent, blah, blah, blah. But it was crazy. I mean, Saquon came, was, came to Stillwater, Oklahoma, That's... and came to our house for six hours. And first thing he did when he sat down was had six Chick fil A sandwiches. Oh so, <laughs> my
0: God. I wonder, I would, you know, what's thicker? It was cool. What's thicker? Awesome. Saquon's thighs or Wolf's cankles? Who, who could know? We need to see them together.
1: Saquon's thighs are the biggest thighs. Those I've things ever are
0: seen. massive, aren't they? They're
1: were, they were bigger than my waist, each one. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, you got to eat six Fil A sandwiches to keep that up. I guess up, so,
0: and then go work out a lot. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, I forgot yeah. to ask you this question.
0: Hold on, hold on. I got to ask you this question. Yeah. Favorite course, like, like when you look at the PJ Tour schedule, you know, you played some of these mm-hmm. courses, you're familiar with a lot of them. What are those courses that you look at and go, that course, that's the one. Like, that's one that I could see my game translating really well to. I really like that course. or I'm comfortable mm-hmm. there. It suits my eye or whatever it is. What is that? What are those a couple name a couple of those for us.
1: You know, I think I'll really enjoy the Florida swing. Mm-hmm. You know, although it is Bermuda Green. I was gonna I say even Bermuda. Those are really ball striking oriented. You yeah. know, you gotta hit the golf ball well. Um I really think, you know, once I get there, I think the Masters is gonna fit my game while well. I draw the ball. Yeah. Um I draw the ball and I hit the ball high. Which bent I grass. think those are two. Yep. Big things there, bent grass greens. Um I don't know if you've played or heard of Sage Valley. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I Played the junior event out there twice and I won it Saw in the second, which I think that's a very similar feel to Augusta. Yep. Um, so I, I really, really think that course is going to suit my game. I just want to get there. You yeah. Know? Um, for sure. Obviously, that's a big ask to play well out there. But I really think the courses that are longer, you know, I'm not a bomber, but I hit my long irons well. So mm-hmm. I think um, the long and ball striking oriented courses are going to be the yeah. ones that are suit my game most.
0: Do you like it? You probably like a tougher golf course, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. Know. It seems
1: like I shoot three under pretty much anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's and like so, I, so I shoot you shoot three under at, at TPC crosses. Summerlin,
0: you're like hanging on to yeah. make the cut, and but you exactly. shoot. Exactly. Yeah.
1: But I, but I, I don't know what it is. It kind of always seemed like that, you know. Yeah. I just hang around the same number, but um, obviously, you know, out here you're gonna you can shoot six, seven under pretty easily. Sure. But um, yeah, I think I think the longer. Harder golf courses are going to suit my game like a little bit better.
0: And so, uh, safe to assume, my next, my next question is usually what are the type of courses you don't like? So, probably those mm-hmm. that are uh, shorter, kind of like those that maybe off the tee, everybody's sitting to the same spots, sort of yeah. deal, wedge fests.
1: Yeah, the, the, I've always struggled on Donald Ross. So, I think Donald Ross courses have always, I don't know what it is. They always,
0: yeah, there's not many of those. Bottom. There's not many of those on the tour, though.
1: No, no there's, you got Rocket Mortgage is one. Yeah played that and, uh, on an exemption and just game this golf course did not see my game at all yeah thank
0: you dude we appreciate it yeah, thanks. Um, and thanks for the time this was fun um, keep us posted on Siwoo okay will do so your homework is Siwoo um, take a good look at Matt's ankles uh, yeah. keep Matt from talking during your whole rehearsal dinner yeah. and um, and then I, my homework is I'm gonna try to find your dance video from that uh that. Well, I really that hope you don't
1: find it. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that.
0: <laughs> Dang, dude, I'm gonna be doing some digging on that. I got a guy. I got a guy that finds a lot of stuff on the internet. Um, all right. Thank you, man. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you.